the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hello, hello, and welcome to Everyday Living with Dr. Trudy. I have a great podcast in store for you today. It's called Mira Mira. Let your maker be your mirror. You know, with the world that throws so much at us today with what we should be, how we should act, what we should wear, what we should think. I'm challenging you today to let your maker be your mirror and how you do this thing called life. So stay with me. You don't want to miss this Everyday Living with Dr. Trudy. This is the Dr. Trudy Podcast, where together we learn to choose faith over fear, contentment over chaos, where we discover what it takes to live a life of victory. Dr. Trudy Simmons has a PhD in counseling. She's a certified life coach, a television host. She's completed 12 Ironman competitions. But if you were to ask her who she is, she'd tell you she's a woman of faith, a wife, and a mother. She's an overcomer with a calling and a gift for helping others to pull through the tough stuff. Thanks for joining us today. Here again is Dr. Trudy. Hello, hello, and welcome to Everyday Living with Dr. Trudy. I'm so glad that you're joining me today. Um, I have a great message for you, but before we get into the message, just want to share a little bit about myself um, so that you can, you know where to find me. You can find me at drtrudysimmons at gmail.com or you can find me at thechristianview.tv. Feel free to write me um, prayer requests that you have or special topics that you would like to hear about. I'd love to be able to cover those for you and pray with you. Um, I am a counselor. I've been a counselor for 10 years. I'm a wife, a mom of two, a wife of 24 years, and an avid Ironman athlete. I'm also an author and a speaker, um, and I just love um, sharing the good news of the gospel. For a long time in my life, I walked around wounded and confused, um, not knowing what um, which way was which way, just in a state of confusion, a state of depression, a state of oppression. Um, and then the Lord, in His graciousness, set me free. And I have tried to spend the rest of my life trying to help other men and women who are broken and who are in bondage become free. And so I hope that you'll go back and listen to some of my other podcasts. And you can also find me on my YouTube channel as well with some great topics there on depression and anxiety, um, staying strong, and many different other topics. So I hope that you'll go and check that out. Um, today's topic is um, mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the fairest of them all? Mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the fairest of the of them all? You know, we've all remember probably remember that um, old classic cartoon. You know, where the mirror talks back, and um, it, gosh, if a mirror could truly talk back, I want. <laughs> I can only imagine what the mirror would be saying to us. But you know, when we look in the mirror each morning, most of us already know that the fairest of them all will not be gazing back. 
at us. We only hope that we are not greeted with another pimple, a new wrinkle, an age spot, gray hair, but that that's part of life. I heard a pastor say that he was getting rid of all his mirrors because they were showing things that he didn't want to see, you know, that other wrinkle or that that the more the hair that's turning gray, you know, life is going to happen to us, but we don't have to allow it to wreck us. You know, appearances mean a lot in this world around us. In truth, our culture fixates on appearances. You know, it used to be just teens posting pictures of themselves online and, and, and begging others to rate them. But now with social media, it, it not even it's not just the teenagers, but it's the tweenagers, it's the adults, it's the it's the parents. You know, everyone wants to be rated, everyone wants to be liked. And and let me just ask you this: when you post a picture on Facebook or social media, how many pictures did you take before you actually found the one that you thought was post? worthy. You know, for me, it has to be the right lighting or the right angle, you know, before I post something. And, and that's not, you know, and, and you're probably thinking the same thing. You've probably done the same thing. You know, we want, we want the lighting to be right. Um, we want our hair to look right, but you know, we're begging others to rate us. Um, and the results can prove traumatic at worst. You know, suppose God answered the rate challenge. What would he say? As Christians, we know the answer. Our Heavenly Father has already told us that we are unique, dearly loved, and He's made us in His image. And even though sin has marred and disfigured us, our Lord sees us as holy, flawless, and beautiful. We have His word on that. But we, but, but are we now being what we should be? Are we walking in what we know? Are we walking in the truth that God gave us? You know, are we walking in the image of the Lord. I want to encourage you today to let your mirror be your maker. Let your mirror be your maker and start seeing yourself as God sees you, even in the midst of the new wrinkles or the age spots or the pimple or the graying hair. Start seeing yourself as how God truly sees you. And there's three views of, of ourselves. And let me just go through those. One is the way God sees us, the way God views us. The second is the way people view us. And the third is the way we view ourselves. When you get up in the morning and you look in the mirror, do your views line up with God's views about you? Does your view views line up with what God says about you? Or are you so bogged down with what the world says about you that you can't even begin to receive what God says about you. You know, the world, you know, is, is a, is a, is a hard place. It, it really is. You know, even back when Jesus walked the earth, one minute they were crying, Hosanna, Hosanna. And the second minute they were crying, crucify him, crucify him. You know, and so if we are so attracted to the world and what the world says about us, it's going to let us down every single time. And as I said earlier, it's going to leave a traumatic effect on our life. When we become so into people-pleasing and trying to fit in, we lose our God-given identity. God did not call us as Christians, as born-again believers filled with the Holy Spirit. He did not call us to fit in. He called us to stand out. And I know that standing out sometimes scares people because you think that you're going to be standing alone. But can I tell you that we're, if we're going with the crowd, 
we're probably going the wrong way. God created us to stand out and to stand with him above my son's bed. And I've said this before, is the saying that says, I'd rather stand with God than be judged by the world and stand with the world and be judged and be judged by God. And so you've got to make a decision. Each morning when you get up, are you gonna are you gonna take hold of what God says about you, or are you gonna take hold about the world says about you? And then what do you say about yourself? Are you in your thought life, in your pro, in your in your daily thinking? Are you thinking God thoughts about you? Are you thinking what the world says? Are you thinking, well, I'm not good enough. I'm not tall enough. I'm not smart enough. I don't measure up. I don't fit into that friend group. I don't. Um, I don't. I don't. I don't. You know, we get into that trap of, I don't, I don't, I can't, I can't, and I'm not, and I'm not. And I want to encourage you to get that, those vocabulary words out of your life because with Christ, you can do all things. And with Christ, he's given you everything you need for life and godliness. At this point in your life, you are more loved than ever. You are fully loved, fully accepted, fully called fully equipped and fully qualified. When you said yes to Jesus and you invited him into his your heart, he equipped you with everything you need for what he's called you to do. But we get when we get so bogged down with what the world says and what the world thinks, we lose the blessings that God has wanted to bless us with. So think about again what you're thinking on. When you look in the mirror, Are you thinking those God thoughts about yourself? Are you thinking, gosh, I'm not going to make it today. I'm not going to make it in this life today. Life is hard. Life, I'm tired. I'm worn out. I'm not equipped. Because those are thoughts of the enemy. Because God has equipped you with everything that you need. And I want you to think about this. I think about this with my son. When he starts beating himself up, when he starts saying that he's just not good enough or he's just not smart enough, it grieves my heart. So when you start saying those negative things about yourself, think about how it grieves the Holy Spirit. Think about how it grieves your Father, God in heaven, who created you in in His image, saying that you lack no good thing. You've got to have... You've got to have the words of the Father in your heart flowing out of your mouth. You know, and sometimes I've said this before, it may not seem natural at first to beat yourself up in your thought life may seem more natural, but that's the enemy. You've got to break free from those negative thought patterns, those negative self-image strongholds that you have and really start embracing what God has said about you. And that's why I say, let your maker be your mirror. God is your maker. And when you look at yourself, you want to see what God has made and what God has created. You know, when my son was just a baby, I would hold him in the mirror and I would say all the things that God said about him. I would say, you're the righteousness of Christ. You are fearfully and wonderfully made in God's image and you lack no good thing. And then I would put on the armor of God over him in the mirror so that he would see it. And I challenge you to do that for yourself. When you get up in the morning and you're tired and and you're worn out, start speaking God's word over yourself. Start speaking life over yourself. Start speaking hope over yourself. We need to view ourselves through God's eyes. He is the only opinion that matters. And his opinion is the only right opinion. The problem is this. How do we know how God sees us? Well, I've told you a little bit, um, but I'm going to tell you some more. 
The best way to learn how God sees you is to pray and meditate on His Word. A couple of scriptures I want to go over with you. Um, and you can just do this 10 minutes a day. You know, in John 15, 16, it says, You are chosen. You didn't choose me, but I chose you and appointed you so that you might go and bear fruit, fruit that will last, and so that whatever you ask in my in the name of the Father will be given to you. You are chosen today, just as you are. God chose you in Psalms one thirty nine. God formed you, knitted you together in his in your mother's womb for such a time as this. He chose you. He chose you, and He did not make a mistake. Listen to this. You are wonderfully made. It says in Psalms 139, 14, I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know them. I know that they are full well. God did not make a mistake when He made you. When God made you, He said it was very, very good. You are precious. You are precious to Father God. Luke 12, 6 and 7 Are not five sparrows sold for two pennies? Yet not one of them is forgotten by God. Indeed, the very hair of your head are numbered. Don't be afraid. You are worth more than any sparrow. God, He's called you, and you are precious in His sight. And I want you to start believing that and receiving that. Ephesians 2.10 Your life has a purpose. It says, For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. God has a plan and a purpose for you. So when you're sitting there and the devil starts to attack you, well, I must not have a plan, or I must not be important to God, or I must not have a purpose, I want you to fight back with the word. Ephesians 2.10 For we are God's handiwork, for you are God's handiwork, and He created you in advance with special gifts and talents that he knew that he could trust you with. James 1, 2, and 4, it says this, Your challenges are there to make you even better. It says, Consider pure joy, my brothers and sisters, when you are facing trials of many kind, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. So when you're going through challenges and you're having hard days, know that it is producing strength in you. And those challenges can either make you better or they can make you bitter. And so today I encourage you to let those challenges, let those hardships make you better better and not bitter. Scripture also says, never grow weary in well-doing, for in due season you will reap a harvest. Don't give up on God. Don't give up on what He's called you to do. Don't give up on yourself because God is fighting for you and with you, and He will never give up on you. In the name of Jesus. All right. Romans 8, 37 through 39 says this, you are strong in Christ. No, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loves us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither this present nor the future, nor the powers, neither the height or the depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. You are strong in Christ. You are strong in Christ. And he created you in his image. And he has a purpose for you to do and that's why you're here to love him love people and to fulfill the calling that God has placed on your life you know the world's by the world standards if we go by what the world standards are it will make us feel insecure incomplete and unworthy 
Don't believe the lies of the enemy. Don't succumb to the um, the standards of, of what man has said. Only believe what God's word says. So try this week to let God be your mirror. Don't view yourself through your lenses or your parents or your friends or your spouse's mirrors. But instead, I want you to look through the, through the mirror of God. Let your maker be your mirror and let him show you what he has created you for. He created you carefully. You are his handiwork and he loves you. So focus on God and what God says about you. And when you look in the mirror, let the maker be your mirror. Let, as you look in the mirror, let the images of God pour over you. And the next time you glimpse yourself, you see yourself in the mirror, remember this, the Lord delights in you. And then linger for a moment and savor the joy of what the Lord says about you. And when you go out into the world, make sure that you are fully equipped with the full armor of God so that you can fight those battles that he that's going to come at you. Because we know that in this life we will have troubles. But scripture says, but be of good cheer because God has overcome everything. And if you let the maker be your mirror, you're going to walk in victory each and every single day. I pray blessings over you today. I pray that you have a supernatural love encounter with God that changes your life and rocks your world for Jesus. Go out and be bold for Jesus, knowing that he loves you and he has given you everything you need for a life in godliness. Thanks for tuning in to Everyday Living with Dr. Trudy. I'll see you next time. But don't forget, you can write me at drtrudysimmons at gmail.com or follow me on all social media outlets, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, um, and YouTube. All right, I'll see you next time. Take care. God bless. Thanks for listening to the Dr. Trudy Podcast. Learn more and get in touch with us at trudysimmons.net. That's trudysimmons.net. And help us to reach others with these encouraging messages of hope and inspiration by simply sharing them with your friends on your favorite social media platform. God bless, and thank you so much for joining us today. We'll see you again soon, right here on the Dr. Trudy Podcast.